Letter fifteen of the Sylph. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Devora Allen. The Sylph by Georgiana Cavendish, Duchess of Devonshire. Letter fifteen to Lady Stanley. Good heavens! What a variety of emotions has your last letter excited in my breast! Surely my Julia did not give it a second perusal. I can make allowance for the expressions of gratitude which you, in a manner, lavish, not bestow, on the baron. But, oh, beware, my beloved sister, that your gratitude becomes not too warm. That sentiment, so laudable when properly placed, should it be an introduction to what my fears and tenderness apprehend, would change to the most impious. You already perceive a visible difference between him and your husband. I assert, no woman ought to make a comparison. Tis dangerous. Tis fatal. Sir William was the man of your choice. It is true you were young, but still you ought to respect your choice as sacred. You are still young, and although you may have seen more of the world, I doubt your sentiments are little mended by your experience. The knowledge of the world— at least, so it appears to me, is of no further use than to bring one acquainted with vice, and to be less shocked at the idea of it. Is this, then, a knowledge to which we should wish to attain? Ah, believe me, it had been better for you to have blushed unseen, and lost your sweetness in the desert air, than to have, in the busy haunts of men, hazarded the privation of that peace which goodness bosoms ever. Think what I suffer— and constrained to treasure up my anxious fears in my own bosom, I have no one to whom I can vent my griefs. And, indeed, to whom could I impart the terrors which fill my soul, when I reflect on the dangers by which my sister, the darling of my affections, is surrounded? Oh, Julia, you know how fatally I have experienced the interest a beloved object has in the breast of a tender woman. How ought we then to guard against the admission of a passion destructive to our repose? even in its most innocent and harmless state while we are single. But how much more should you keep a strict watch over every outlet of the heart, lest it should fall a prey to the insidious enemy? You respect his silence? You pity his sufferings? Reprobate respect. Abjure pity. They are both in your circumstances dangerous, and a well-experienced writer has observed more women have been ruined by pity than have fallen a sacrifice to appetite and passion. Pity is a kindred virtue, and from the innocence and complacency of her appearance we suspect no ill. But dangers inexplicable lurk beneath the tear that trembles in her eye, and without even knowing that we do so, we make a fatal transfer to our utter and inevitable disadvantage. From having the power of bestowing compassion, we become objects of it from others, though too frequently, instead of receiving it, we find ourselves loaded with the censure of the world. We look into our own bosoms for consolation. Alas, it is flown with our innocence, and in its room we feel the sharpest stings of self-reproof. My Julia, my tears obliterate each mournful passage of my pen. Louisa Grenville End of Letter 15